0: Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. The way to think about the balance of power between you and a law firm is law firms will make you partner. They will definitely make you partner, but they will only do so if they have to. They have no incentive to make you a partner unless you're This is actually a pretty fun presentation and something that a lot of people have told me that it's based on this article and kind of advice that I've given that has been instrumental in helping their careers. It doesn't matter if you're a law firm partner or if you want to be a partner, The advice that I'm going to talk about today can really help you quite a bit. I'm going to talk to you today about the seven reasons uh, why law firms do make people partners and the different obstacles that you might encounter along the way when trying to become a partner. One of the things that's interesting is over the past several years not too long ago before everybody was out and about a little bit more i've been in airplanes and so forth where i've just for some reason when i'm on airplanes i tend to watch like a lot of these shows where you know documentaries and stuff and i've Watch you know, at least a couple where they're training navy seals typically these types of shows are they're all very similar they show that people giving up they they do things like they put down their helmets as a sign you're giving up or they ring a bell or just walk off and then there's always an announcer in the background with a deep voice that says something like you got too much for him and he could no longer cope or this is the hardest these are the strongest people and it's not easy doing this and that's why I many quit It seems like the same thing over and over again, and I've watched a lot of these shows, so this is why this metaphor occurred to me. And the idea is that if you want to be a SEAL, lots of people are going to try, but the most important thing really is having the endurance and not giving up to succeed. It's a test of your will. And when people are trying to become SEALs or do anything very significant like that, a lot of people do quit. And they quit because it's very difficult. Many times you don't get a lot of sleep you may be forced to run long distances, hold your breath for a long period of time and deal with extreme cold. A lot of times they make them sit in the water for a long time and they get them up in the middle of the night and there's just all sorts of stress that it's just not normal. People don't encounter that kind of stress on an ongoing basis. And for each step, the recruits tend to be give up. It just becomes very difficult. And then the final week typically is called Hell Week. And in in that week, they're given even less sleep, the work's even harder, the condition's even more difficult. And and, and many people go into that week thinking they're gonna make it, and and then many more actually will quit during that week. So recently I was watching one of these and it occurred to me that a lot of what's going on with soldiers who want to be SEALs is what's going on with attorneys who want to be partners in both large and small firms that are very competitive. Many of them will give up too soon. They, they get close to the they get close to the finish line and they give up, or they just they find reasons to quit when other people aren't quitting. And and many could make it, but most do not. The rewards of being a seal are huge. The first thing is you get the identity of being a seal. Once you achieve something like that, if you can say you did it forever, I've met many of these people and they're very proud of it. And they're more proud of it than anything many times that they've done in their life. I had one of my family all the time, and he would talk about it almost every time I would see him. It was just something he was very proud of, and that's how people. would refer to him, even though he had a very successful career apart from doing that. And the people that, know, that knew him were proud that he was a SEAL, his family was proud of him. And it's more just about being in the Navy. If you do that, it's about having to achieve something that's very difficult and not a lot of people can achieve. It's much more likely that people are talking about you as an attorney, for people to say that you were a partner in a given law firm, just as opposed to saying you were an associate or a counsel there. Becoming a partner in a major law firm is a is a big deal, and there's not a lot of people that do it. And there's lots of people that have practiced in big law firms, but there are very few that have the staying power to become partners. And it's not always about being the best. A lot of times it's just about sticking around. And just as in being a Navy SEAL, the Barriers for a partner in a law firm are often psychological. And for me, actually, when I was in a law firm, one of the reasons I left is it was physical. I just didn't like not being able to sleep all the time. I just felt it was just too punishing on my body. In my career for over 20 years, I've been speaking to attorneys, several attorneys a day for over 20 years that are looking for jobs. And most of them very successful or have had good careers. And I've watched many of these people become partners in major law firms. But most of them that I watch will leave. <laughs> ultimately and do something else. They'll go to work for the government, they'll become in-house counsel somewhere. They may become a counsel in a law firm as opposed to a partner, or they may quit the practice of law altogether. These sorts of choices are all very similar to the CEO who puts their head down and rings the bell. They just, they give up. They look for ways out and uh, things that are different. And the idea is that once you put your head down, you can rest, you can, you'll suddenly have less responsibility, less less pressure, less free time, and it's that easy. And so in order for you to really become a partner in a law firm, you need to decide if you want to push hard and if you want to be at the front of that pack of the Navy SEALs and if you want to uh, give up. And it's always easy to give up. Anybody can give up. It's very easy to give up and, but the hardest thing is not giving up and then. If you don't give up, then learning the rules that people follow that make them successful. And the thing is, success leaves clues. And everything that I'm going to teach you today is easily things that you can duplicate. I've met attorneys that I think have horrible personalities that have become partners in major firms. I've met people with great personalities that haven't. I've met people that are super hard workers that have it, or people that are super hard workers that have it, but there's certain things that people that become partners in the best firms all do. And, and the biggest thing though is to understand is that whether or not you wanna become a partner in a large law firm is gonna be, in, in many cases, dependent upon what's inside of you and how much you really wanna do that. Things that you need to understand, regardless of where you are or in your career, is law firms do not want to make partners. They they really don't. And They want they want people to leave, especially if you don't have any business. They, they you know, mainly if you don't have any business. We have a lot of business, and they don't want like to leave. The more people that are leaving, the better they are. They, there's fewer people competing for the the money that the firm's bringing in and the profits of the firm. It makes the existing partners feel better about themselves and those around. Them. And and then the fewer people make partner, the more. The people that are there are respected and considered at the top of their game. So there's much less money, there's much more money left over for existing partners, too, if a law firm doesn't make partners. The law firms that make you partner will have, suddenly have to share profits. This may decrease the income that the law firm partners make unless they're not paying you very much. There are firms that make people non-equity partners and make a lot of money off non-equity partners a ton of money. If you're a real partner and you're sharing the profits of the firm and so forth, the firm will be having to pay you a lot more money than they might not otherwise have to do. And so most of them will prefer that you stay an employee. And they all, they have all sorts of very smart ways to keep you an employee as opposed to a partner. And 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 sharing in the business. And one of the things is they will keep you an associate as long as they possibly can. It's literally, I've seen people that are 20 years out become associates. Many law firms, including some exceptional ones, will make even most people counsel. They won't hardly ever make partners and they may make you counsel or they may make you a non-equity partner, which is, essentially gives you the name of a partner, but you're not really a partner. It just gives others the perception that you are a partner and that it's possible to become a partner and a non-equity partner, not a real partner, but it's still a title. And it can be quite meaningful at some firms. So when I talk to all, you know, all day, I'm talking because a lot of the people that are senior associates, for example, are understandably want to find firms and places where they can get, they can become a partner. And they'll say things to me many times. The firm hasn't made a partner in this office. 15 years. And and the idea that because it's so difficult, many attorneys will believe that there's nothing wrong with giving up, going in-house, uh, going to work in a boutique law firm or doing something else entirely. I know one attorney in a major New York City law firm that decided to open an ice cream store. I mean, they just, they a lot of times people will get so fed up with the impossibility of becoming a partner that they'll do something that doesn't necessarily make the most use of their skills and try something completely different. But... Law firms, the way to think about the balance of power between you and a law firm is law firms will make you partner. They will definitely make you partner, but they will only do so if they have to. They have no incentive to make you a partner unless you're bringing in and giving them far more than, than they're taking from you. They just have no other reason to. Law firms aren't gonna make you partner generally because they like you or because it seems fair. For, they're not gonna make you a partner for any reason other than that it benefits them. And, and so that's what I'm going to talk to you guys about today. And, and all these things are important for you to understand because you cannot, unless you're providing the big thing for you to remember today is unless you're providing a lot more value than you're taking, then the law firm has absolutely no incentive, uh, to make you partner. So. The first thing that a law firm will consider is if you have a lot of business or if you look like you're going to have a lot of business that the law firm can exploit notice i say the word exploit there meaning they're gonna they're gonna exploit what you're bringing in and get a lot more out of it than you're necessarily giving so the amount of business you have is extremely important because if you have if you have a two million dollar book of business which these days is it used to be you know, years ago, when I started in this profession, like everyone wanted a $1 million and then pretty soon it became two and now two is okay. But it's even more than that in a lot of firms and a lot of firms to even be in the game and you need five or 10, but a 2 million, if you have a $2 million book of business, law firms may pay you somewhere between four and $700,000, maybe more, maybe less. And then you have to ask yourself, okay, with that $2 million in business you're bringing, even if you're doing most of that work yourself, what's happening to the rest of the money that you collect? And. What's happening is it's spent on things you can't control, which are the law firm's overhead, which is office space that you're paying for. It's salaries of associates that maybe or may not be working harder. It's paralegals, it's secretaries, it's trips, business development for other attorneys, opening new offices for the firm. Who knows? You honestly never know. And uh, But that's what's happening. So you're bringing in as a partner, you will be bringing in a lot of work in business. And you will be paying out generally two thirds or more of that to the law firm for all these fringe services that you don't necessarily have any control over. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing because of the brand of the firm and the type of support and the associates and the and the, all these things are worth something. But you're getting a version of what you're contributing in most cases. And, and so that's something you need to consider and you need to have a lot of that extra gravy that you're throwing off to be a partner. But when you bring in business, your value proposition to a partnership is basically like this. It's like you're saying, I have $2 million a year to give you. Can I have an office and a secretary and $500,000 and call myself a partner? And then you can say, you can do whatever you want with the extra $1.5 million I give you each year. And that's basically what the proposition is. And so if you think about that from when they can hire associates and they can do all sorts of things, but a law firm that's making you partner is essentially making that sort of calculation that can I, what can we do with all this money this person's giving us? Are they someone that's contributing a lot? Because a partner means you're contributing. You have something major to contribute to the firm. That's going to make them think about it. So they have to think about that. And that's how it works. And there's some firms where honestly, you could have five or $10 million in business as an associate and you might still not be able to partner. But most of them with these types of value propositions will make you a partner because it's a no brainer. It, it's, uh, it's just a no brainer for the law firm. If they're going to make a lot of money off of you, they need, they want to like you and they want to feel like you can manage and all sorts of things. But typically they're going to want you to have quite a bit of business in order for that to be realistic, or they want to believe that you're going to have business or that they can plug you into existing institutional clients, which I will talk about in a little bit to do the work. And what happens is a lot of times attorneys at major law firms won't make partner and they can certainly with different types of business, they can move down the food chain and maybe move to smaller firms, which is another option. And if you don't have a ton of business, but your business is increasing, the law firm may be interested in this and take this seriously. What'll happen is someone will, an associate and they may or a a junior partner and they'll start bringing in clients and then you can see a gradual increase in their amount of business and that's a good investment like when a, a private equity company or a venture capital firm is many times investing in companies what they're doing is they're looking to see if the revenues are increasing if the revenues are increasing then that means it's a good bet for them and they'll try to get it on the ground floor and that's what law firms do too. A law firm is essentially a something that's investing in people and it will invest in people if it believes that they're going to potentially bring in a lot of business and money over time. And the ones that look like their business is increasing, many times the law firms will have seen this thing play out numerous times. And when I say thing, they will see seen how, how it works for attorneys that are bringing in business and how that increases over time. And that will something they invest in. And the thing is, the more money you bring to the table, or look like you're gonna bring, the more likely is the law firm is to make you partner. And it's a driving force of the entire equation. If you're doing work, but just sucking up money and looking like an investment, then, then you're a liability. And But if you're bringing in a lot of money to feed the army, then you're very valuable to the whole firm. And that's very important. Law firms need people that are bringing in a lot of money. They depend on them for high profits per partner. They pay depend on them for paying the overhead. And if you really want to be partner in a law firm, the big thing you need to think about, and really the most important thing, and I hate to say it, it needs to be the business that you have. And there's really nothing more important than developing business early on and then uh, trying to develop those relationships. And this is the one thing that so many people miss. They hope for advancement without this element. And it's something that you definitely need another thing that you make partner many times uh, without business is being connected to a very powerful partner or group of partners that have a lot of business that the law firm is exploiting and what that means is many attorneys that make partner large law firms are connected to another partner who's typically a very powerful partner with a lot of business and that law firm may be exploiting that partner and meaning they may be getting a lot of business from that and and that partner has some say in what's gonna happen. I wanna make that partner happy. If the par- partner has a ton of business, if that partner gets behind somebody and really wants them to succeed, then they're likely to potentially advance. And there's lots of partners and you know, in most big law firms in every city with 5 million in business. And there's many partners that have well over 10, some have 30, 40, and there's partners with huge books of business. And partners like that are throwing a lot of money into the pot, and supporting a lot of people are very valuable because they're giving other partners work to do. They're paying for other people's schools and cars, vacations and houses and all this, and the law firm doesn't want to upset them. So that law firm, if that partner with a ton of business wants to make someone a partner that doesn't necessarily have a lot of business, the law firm is likely to get behind them. So, The way to think about this is imagine that you're a partner without with with some business but not a lot and this is something that fits us many attorneys and law firms and you have the opportunity to impress somebody that's going to give you say 500 hours worth of work a year and these partners the kind of partners that allow you to get to a couple thousand hours a year are going to help keep you employed and uh, if you didn't have those people around you. Having, if you're a partner and you're giving out a lot of work to other people and other partners, and then if they want, if, if they ask you for something and you're likely to do it. And so that's one of the ways that people get made partners. They, these powerful partners that give other people work, get behind them and get other partners to support them. One of the reasons is that many partners actually will leave firms when they try to propose people for a partner that have worked very closely with them and they can't get support. And sometimes there are even groups of partners who are not supporting the more powerful partners uh, because they're not getting work from them and jealous and stuff. So there's always a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that attorneys don't necessarily understand. So you could pick a very powerful partner and to work for and spend a lot of your time with and not get advanced. There's all sorts of negative things that can happen. But for the most part, if you're working very closely with a powerful partner and that partner has a lot of political capital and also a lot of business that they're giving out to other partners, they can many times get other people to support you and that can help you. quite a bit. If you want to become partner in most firms, you really do need to get behind partners that have a lot of power, a lot of business. And, and not only because one of the reasons is because they learn from them and watch what they do and become a better attorney and learn how to get business, but also just because of the fact that those partners will many times be able to help you when it comes to making, for, from when it comes to you being a partner as well, it, and their support can go a long way. You can get the support of those partners by working very hard, by making them look very good, so you go out of your way to give them credit for your work, you cover their mistakes and have their backs. You. Build the clients in a way that helps partners. Sometimes they may actually want you to underbuild clients, keep them happy. You can build up the partner when the partner's not around to clients, and that will get back to the partner. You can, many times, the partners want to confident, and you have to be careful with that. But sometimes, if you keep secrets and you're good at that, that can help you. You can help the partner develop the business by going out on pitches and just being very loyal, not talking behind their back making their life and job much easier, anticipating things and telling them about them before they happen. A big one for a lot of people is just being at work before the partner gets there and then leaving after the partner goes home, prioritizing their work above your own, making it very important, correcting work, and just really having their back. And those are, that's how it's always worked. And then also making sure that you're you're turning in perfect work for them that doesn't require any review. And, And this is just how it works. It's, Even if you have business, these types of things are important. Business makes it less important. Most firms that have large institutional clients and stuff, really the only way you may get ahead is if you're doing these things. And and if you don't want to do these things, you're going to have to figure out how to become a partner in another way. But people want to help others and help them. If you make others feel important and significant over time, they're going to reciprocate by helping you as well. And, and one of the things that I've noticed, and this is just a, a quick point, many people that aren't able to become partners in law firms, let their egos get in the way. They don't think, for example, that they should have to develop business. They don't think that they should have to be kiss asses to a people that are, have a lot of business. They don't think that you know, they say things like I didn't go to law school to operate a photocopy or do scanning to be someone's personal assistant and their the quality of their work, their benefactor is not their concern and They're their own people. And they don't own a high degree of loyalty to people and it's just all these these sorts of things that will get in the way of someone being very effective at their job and necessarily advancing, and that kind of thought pattern is fatal. You should never be in a position where you're against the hand that's feeding you, you're biting the, the hand that's feeding you. If you think about it, everyone needs to kiss ass. Presidents of the country need to. Those are big companies, billionaires, rock stars, everybody needs to. So you know, the idea that you didn't, and the only reason potentially that you don't would be because you think like you did really well in college and on the LSAT and and went to a great law school and now work at a big firm none of this makes much sense but you're going to see a big difference in your level of success if you learn how to serve the people and it's actually very good training so anticipating the needs of clients and making clients feel important and so forth uh, an attorney watching you do that with them will also see that same thing play out if you do that with clients it will also be very effective with them as well so the other thing that can be very important is being connected to a powerful client or group of clients and and those clients that give the law firm a lot of business and that the law firm's exploiting can also be very good it's actually not as common to make partner from this third reason as it is because you have business or because you're connected to a powerful partner but many partners and major law firms do make partner each year because of their connections with powerful clients so If you, sometimes you may be tasked for working for a major client, and if it's a major client of the firm, you really want to be, do everything in your power to impress that person. That means not only doing the best work possible, trying to keep their bills down, and really just going out of your way to do a good job for them. And and the more you understand the client, their business, and the more you're the client's point person, the better off you're going to be. And what that means really is it means getting close to the client, into doing very good work, just being more available, more impressive than anybody that the client's ever worked with and just the client really needs to feel like you you have their back and you're always available for them you're anticipating issues you're calling them back right away and and you and to some extent people that partner just the relationship with the client becomes so strong that that if the client were to leave or if the associate or whoever's working on their case were to leave then you might the client might go too and that that's something that law firms will stop if they can but if you do that over a period of years you can be in very good shape and because the thing is that the law firm thinks you're getting too close to the client and and they're worried that you'll steal the client, they'll just stop giving you work from the client. So you need to be very subtle about it. But if you become just indispensable to the client, then the law firm actually can't fire you or anything. You have to be very careful, but especially if it's a big institutional client. Many attorneys will spend years getting close to clients and it just needs to be done in a way that your connection is going to grow stronger and stronger and the client will demand your point person. You need to be seen as someone who's saving the client money, who's anticipating issues, who's making the client money and just being very good in all respects. And at some point, you know, if you're doing this for a long period of time, the client's gonna say, ask if you become a partner yet. And, but the law firm will bring this up. And at some point, and they'll bring it up to the law firm, asking them why you're not a partner. And and and, and if the client starts going to bat for you, then that can actually be very helpful. And, and it does happen and people do make partner because of that. And so that can be very helpful and getting as close as you can to the clients and becoming very indispensable and really being in a leadership position with the clients, like looking more like a partner than the partner who's working on the case, looking more like a, a really good attorney, understanding the ins and outs of the business and anticipating things and saving them money and making the client money and not just billing the money. And and by making the money, telling them about things that could hurt them and stopping them before they happen and getting them out of litigation more quickly than they might otherwise and just all sorts of things. The closer you get to the client, the better off. So the other reason that people typically often make partner in law firms is because they work so hard. And this is something I've seen many times. they work so incredibly hard that to not make the person partner would just demotivate the whole ship and motivate, demotivate all the other associates there. And hours are very important. If an attorney's not billing a lot of hours, the law firm simply doesn't make money. And Law firms love it when their attorneys that are billing a lot of hours. It sets a good example because if one of their attorneys is billing 3,000 a year and then the other attorneys are all billing 2,000, it it sets a higher goal for people. So if they see that the attorney is billing all these hours then they're more likely to make the person partner. And in many large law firms that have institutional clients, it can be very difficult to bring in business and and it can be very difficult for them to become the go-to person for a particular client or partner. The only way to really show your value to the law firm if you can't bring in business is to just dedicate your life, heart, soul to just billing absolutely as much as you possibly can. You need to show them that nothing is more important to you than your job. And and I don't know how many hours is enough in most firms because they're all different. I would say if the average attorney there is billing 1800 hours and you bill 2500 hours, that's going to help you. If the average attorney is billing. 2,000, and you build 2,800. That's going to help you. You Just use these sort of metrics. The average bill is 2,200. You should build 3,000 or 2,500. You should build 3,300 to 3,500. You need to look like the most profitable possible investment that you can to the law firm. It's someone who really wants to be part of their club and is really doing everything you can to contribute with their institutional clients. And I don't think any of these expectations are crazy or awful. It's just the way it is. And you need to look like the absolute best person in the pack. You need to be when they see your your numbers in the spreadsheet and on paper and they see they compare them to other people. You need, that's the only way you possibly look like if you want it the most. And when people apply to law schools, their grades are a big thing. And that's, and you get good grades by working the hardest. So that's how you show you want it the most. It's no different for attorneys and law firms as well. And so many people, this is where a lot of people fail. They, they put down the helmet and they say, I don't want to do, I want a life outside of work. This is not for me and that sort of thing. And, and these are all valid reasons. So if you don't want to work hard like that, then you don't have to. And, but if it's, it's, there's no other way to get ahead, meaning you can't bring in clients, you're not close to partners uh, that you should be, and you're not bringing in business, then this is uh, what you need to do. And this is what many people see as their only option. And doing this will show the firm how dedicated you are and what the job means to you. And uh, once a firm sees this, it's very uh, difficult for them not to justify you know, making you a partner. Law firms wanna help those that they believe are very dedicated, just as you would if someone was working for you. And the problem is, and this is a big problem, is that even the people that work the hardest in law firms often are not, often do not become partners. I was talking to a girl not too long ago, and she was on this huge patent case to this firm and built 2,800 plus hours for three or four years, and then the case went away, and then all of a sudden, she and all these people lost their jobs. And not only did they lose them, not only did they not make partner, but they all lost their jobs. The case went away, but so it's a big risk, but. At the same time, you need to understand that getting all these billable hours in many firms is also not that easy. And the reason it's not that easy is because the law firms have to think you do good work to give you that much work. People that aren't getting those kind of hours typically aren't doing the best work. So that's just another thing to keep in mind. And one of the things that wanted to bring up, and I'm bringing this up as an aside. One of the biggest skills of any attorney is the ability to create work and find things to be done. The best attorneys will always figure out how they can make work. They'll do it with clients. They'll do it with other partners they're doing work for. They'll find things that need to be done for the clients. They'll find things that need to be done for partners. And so the best attorneys will they'll come up with research assignments. They'll come up with whatever. They'll just have all these ideas about why This type of work is necessary and they'll come up with work. And this is one of the biggest skills that attorneys need. You need it in order to bring in clients. You need it to build up big books of business. You need it. It's a very important thing. And the ability to come up with work and to create work is really how attorneys create wealth and opportunity is by doing all these things. And so creating work that needs to be done and finding work that needs to be done is all uh, extremely important, and you need to be become an expert at that. It's not easy. You need to. I, I'll just give you a quick example. When I walk around a house or my house, I can always see. Things that I could do. Like I maybe the doors aren't good enough. I could replace the doors so that they could be painted or the hinges could be oiled. The carpeting could be cleaned. The carpeting could be replaced. The faucet could be replaced. The the air conditioning filters could be cleaned. The, the air conditioning could be recharged. The, the air conditioner could be painted because it's got a little bit of rust on it. All these things are what the best attorneys do. You look at a situation and you figure out what can be done? And You just come up with endless work to be done. And that's what the best attorneys do. They come up with all sorts of things that can be done. I'll never, when I was graduating from high school, I was at this attorney that was a very successful, he graduated from like a local law school in Detroit. And and I was at the son's graduation party. And this guy was going up to everybody and they would say oh i got a speeding ticket and you would be like oh this is terrible you need to do this and this i'll go to court and represent you your insurance could go up it could affect your future all just eat on and on about why these people needed an attorney and these kids. And this is just the way he did. He was just finding work to be done, even at a party. The point is, and and he was just a kind of an auto guy, traffic tickets and stupid stuff like that. But the point is that the best attorneys are always looking for work and ways to increase work. And, And if there's one thing you understand today, your ability to do that with clients and so forth, and your ability to do that with the work that you're given is really how wealth is created in law firms. And it's the ability to do that is important. Not finding things that can help the client and work, And the other thing is if you're a very hard worker, you're just, you set up a good role model and and law firms really want to see the hardest workers and they want to advance them. And if they don't make them partner, then then it doesn't set a good example for all the other people that are working really hard. The hardest workers typically are the ones that they want to advance. And the law firms need to reward people that work extremely hard because in not doing so, the entire system will crumble. There's just no way to keep it going. And I know many people that have made partner just by having a couple, two or three extraordinary years of just very hard billing where everybody in the firm was aware of how hard they were working if they didn't make them partner, it would just look very stupid. Some of them they made partner and that they didn't bring business, let them go later, but <clears throat> the cost of making them partner in that same point wasn't that bad. It was a smart thing for them to do. Yeah. And, and so for in large law firms, that's really the most common way uh, to make partners, just billing a lot of hours. And And the harder, you, the longer you do that, typically what'll happen is someone will be you know especially in the largest law firms they may work really hard for six or seven or eight years and then the law firm may string them along a couple of years and see if they just keep doing it and if they keep doing it they'll make them part and it's very common for them to string them along but each time they do it they're just saying are they going to keep do they have the commitment to keep doing this and do they have that they're going to keep going in the face of rejection and so forth so it's almost like becoming a navy seal like they, the closer you think you are the harder it gets like with how weak and so forth so another way that uh, can be very easy to make partner in many firms is when a law firm is faces a major series of departures and, and they need to uh, an example uh, for the firm. One thing can happen and is law firms may have be losing top partners and associates or others. And sometimes it's you don't know why that's happening all the time. Sometimes a law firm could be letting go dead weight. Other times a law firm could be facing real competitive pressures in the market. <coughs> because it's billing rates are too high or they're who knows or they're not paying their partners enough or their costs are too much. Just keeping in mind the background that law firms only make partners, they have to because sometimes if you're at a law firm when there's all these departures going, that's often the best time to possibly get a become partner. And and many partners, many are made partners when a law firm is in the middle of trouble. They, and in addition, I've seen times when law firms looks like it's supposed to going out of business and then the law firm starts making partners and asking for buy-ins, which is funny when you think about it. But at the same time, because then the person that's making partners is they're gonna lose their investment in the firm. But the, the idea is that it actually can be a very good thing to make a partner if you're at a law firm that's having a crisis because most law firms go through crises and recover. A law firm is a very old business model. Its costs aren't really that high. It's just the cost of labor and an office space. And so they, if you're offered a partnership role in a law firm that's having a lot of problems, that can be a really good time. If you get behind the firm and are a cheerleader in the middle of issues, that can be a very smart thing to do. And very few people do that. And most people get on a bandwagon and go against a firm when the firm's having problems. And if you're able to, you know, be very strong, that can help you. The other ways in a firm will make you partner's is the title's meaningless. So in many law firms and without naming them, it's not a big of a deal. The majority of them, actually, the, the title partner can be something quite meaningless. And non-equity partners essentially can be as a salary position for the most part. It's very difficult to make a non-equity partner in many firms, but in some it's not. And the title certainly is a sign that you're doing a certain level of work and that you the law firm trusts you with the title. So it's a very big deal. But in other firms, it's not as, as meaningful because then you may actually be in a position where you may need to leave if you're not generating business and, and, and others, you can stay there indefinitely with that title. But but others, it's meaningless. And so, you know, a law firm where the title is meaningless will tend to be a little bit free with that title. And then the final thing that I think is very important in terms of making partner is if you have some sort of special expertise or skill or connections that the law firm finds it can't get elsewhere. And one thing is that there are some attorneys out there that are so freaking smart that the law firm just doesn't want to lose them. I've encountered some of those people in my career. It's amazing how good some attorneys are and and law firms may just not want to lose them, whatever your practice area. Some attorneys are very good in trial. They just have a rule of a way with juries. Others are exceptional writers. Others are just in an obscure area of the law or, or even if they don't have business, they may have other types of skills. You know and so being exceptional at something can really be, be meaningful if you have a very special skill that the law firm can't find elsewhere then the law firm is can will very often make you a partner and another thing that's also important is just special connections you could have been in the government and had very important connections there or you may have been with an important family had connections in the local area or the government or industry or you could just be a very well-known attorney and all that could be very helpful and so there are all sorts of possibilities, but that's one reason that people make partner as well. The only way you need to think about the prospect of making partner is the cost of making you a partner must outweigh the cost of not making you a partner. And so you have to have a lot of value that you offer the law firm in order for them to do that. And it has to be much more than they're willing to give up and return. So thank you very much. And I will talk to everyone next week. Thanks. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.